This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. We're broadcasting live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, heart of the Real Presence Radio listening area. We are here in the Upper Midwest proclaiming the truths of the faith to all the nations, and we're so grateful today to be joined by some amazing evangelist. And Chris, when I say amazing evangelist, I'm not just talking about you, although... You flatter me. My brother in Christ, <laughs> you have... Chris, you know, we talk about it, you know, whenever we're on uh, Real Presence Live together. You know, you have hit the mission fields. You've traveled throughout the country um, with Heart as Nails Ministry, yeah. um, with Justin Fatika, one of our friends, um, mm-hmm. and just really proclaiming the truth of the gospel and, and doing missions and retreats, you know, uh, for young people and students and families, you know, around the country. But there's also other organizations and, and mission groups that work in the heart of the church that share the faith with people, families, uh, students, and just share with them what God has done in their own life mm-hmm. so that they can experience the power of the gospel and in, in the, the real presence of Jesus Christ. And of course, here on Real Presence Radio, that's what we're all about. The fact that like, if you're looking for something real in your life, there's nothing more real than the power of Jesus Christ and the word of God the gospel come alive in the life of the church. And so this morning, we're grateful to be joined. We have a room full of evangelists from the National Evangelization Team, Net Ministries. Net Ministries has been around well over 35 years in the life of the Catholic Church, uh, based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. So many of our listeners right now, you may think you know Net Ministries, but Net Ministries, Net Ministries is always about the individual people whose lives have been changed by Jesus. And so throughout those 35 years, there have literally been thousands of missionaries whose lives have been transformed, and they have heard the call of Jesus to go out and proclaim his truths. And so this morning, we're grateful to be joined by by both of our missionaries, Joe and Bella, who are here. Joe and Bella, thanks for joining us here on Real Presence Live. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm so grateful that you guys are here. So Introduce yourselves to us. Uh, Bella, you kick it off and tell us, um, you know, who you are, where you're from, and how you became involved in Net Ministries. Yeah, so again, my name is Bella. I'm 18. I'm from Ohio. Um, And I, um, the reason why I became a missionary was really just um, my faith life, like going all the way through middle school and high school was like, all over the place it was up and down um and it was all over the place and i'm sorry (laughs) 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 father tim's just looking at me weird it's just really (laughs) funny um anyway i'm gonna start over good friends over these last few weeks so the the team is staying with me here at holy cross and so they've been proclaiming the gospel and so We've had some awesome journeys. We've we've traveled to the hospital together. We've we've uh, we've uh, we've done retreats with our youth and young people together. So there's a great comfort. If you can't tell the companionship and like the fire of fun that we're having right now, so much fun. But like Bella, so you know you're from Central Ohio. Yep. 
how did God transform your life, you know, in that time to brought you to that ministry? Yeah. So again, my faith was all over the place. I came from a Catholic family, um, K through 12 Catholic school. Um, but I really didn't have any formation, um, any foundation at all. Um, and shout out to Catholic Youth Summer Camp right now. <laughs> if anyone's yeah, listening from, let's go. yeah, that was kind of the the place where my um, love for Jesus formed. Um, but with that came like just this like dependency on emotional highs. Mm. Um, of just like knowing the love for the Lord um, and believing in my identity, but like just for that week at camp. Um, and then going home and not really um, having any foundation to fall back on, any like intellectual background. Um, so that was kind of like where it fluctuated, right? And then my senior year, Catholic Youth Summer Camp um, was like, hey, if you don't want to go to college yet, you can either be a missionary here or you can join NET. Um, and I'd never heard about NET, like never. Um, and then I... Um, like, I signed up, I went to an interview, they accepted me, and then I accepted them, like, all within, like, two weeks. Um, and, yeah, I came, and, and not really knowing what I was getting into. So, like, very much, like, believing and knowing that, like, that was what the Lord wanted for me, um, mm. wanted a commitment for me. And I went, and, like, just, I've been founded so much more. Like, I have a personal prayer life to fall back on, and I have fellowship to fall back on and and there's just so much more than a feeling I mean, I've learned like so much that it's not about um the fruit fruitfulness it's about the faithfulness mm -hmm. and, and that's just really where I'm where I'm at right now so yeah <laughs> you're awesome and what the and your response to to the Lord and we talked about at the top of this morning's show we don't just throw the word awesome around us right. like <laughs> Like, everything is awesome. But if everything is awesome, then nothing is awesome, right? right. Think yeah. about that. So what is truly awesome is the power of God at work in souls. And so what you just shared in your testimony is truly awesome. Joe, tell yes. us about the awesome power of God at work in your life. Oh, boy. Um, well, growing up, I was, like, homeschooled in, like, one of those, like, Ultra Catholic families, like there's a lot of them families. listening right now. Yes. So shout out exactly to all who you are. Shout yeah, out, yeah. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out. Even our producer is it from an ultra Catholic family. Yep, so. there it is. Yeah, so like we went to mass like five times a week, daily rosary, like all those things. I was homeschooled in an extremely Catholic curriculum, and when I was like five years old, I could probably like name all the major heresies of the church, but I couldn't tell you like who Jesus was to me. Like that is that kind of a thing. Sure. I love um, it. I'm not joking. That's amazing. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's not joking. He's not um, joking. When I was in like sixth grade, it was like between sixth and seventh grade. I went to a summer camp. It was all these church camps, man. Um, I met Jesus for the first time in like a real powerful way, that kind of thing. But my relationship with him for like most of middle and high school was extremely rocky, up and down, just um, not not consistent like whatsoever. Um, I had three net teams stay at my church from that time, from seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Um, and I got to like learn a lot and just like see a lot of just joy in them and just like see their witness of faith. And I knew I kind of wanted to be like them. I didn't think net was for me. I didn't want to be that crazy guy. Um, but then senior year of high school rolls around and I realized like, um, I realized a few things. I realized I don't want to go to college straight away. I mm -hmm. want some time to work on myself and work on my walk with the Lord. And then I also just kind of want to take a stab at the culture because like the culture just extremely irritates me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I realized that was probably the best way for me to do all those things. And so now I am here. Joe, thank you for that testimony as well. Truly awesome. And again, that's something that Chris and myself, 
all the members of the Real Presence Radio family are with you in that. We want to push back against the culture and, and be that light of the gospel. As Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And so don't hide that light. And you know the way that you guys live your lives as missionaries is you do shine that light of faith um, and that transformation in your lives. Um, you know, this year you've been called by Bishop DeGrood to travel all throughout the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So tell us, what was, how was that, you know, here it is, beginning of 2020, uh, kind of really there, not all schools have opened up around the country. And, you know, even in our listening area right now, we have, we have listeners in parts of Minnesota where they still may not be back in the classrooms. Chris himself uh, described his experience as being a high school teacher in a Catholic school. Um, you guys are called now in the fall to begin your mission to go out and proclaim the gospel. And you, you met Bishop DeGrood. What was that like for you guys? You know, I mean, what kind of fears did you have to overcome when you said, Jesus, I'm going to do this? You know, Bella, kick it off. What was that like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, of course, it was kind of scary. <laughs> um, just like going in, of, um, if you don't know, like, NET has usually two different types of teams, and we were uh, the first hybrid of both. Hmm. And um, we were like the first diocesan team coming in, um, which is really beautiful, but also we kind of came in being like, all right, Lord, do whatever you need. We're going to just follow you and um, kind of blindly, you know, like not really knowing like our schedule is kind of crazy all over the place, doing um, different events all, all over. Um, but yeah, it was it was honestly really beautiful, and and meeting Bishop DeGrood just kind of solidified the mission for us, um, and made us like recognize the the beauty of of this ministry, and especially in a rural area. I think we were coming and we're like South Dakota, okay, <laughs> like yeah. sounds good. We're going yeah. to South Dakota, but it, it's beautiful because like they like these rural parishes, these these places like population 900 or below that mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and we're going in and we're like recognizing like how much zeal they have for the lord um and how how the lord can work in even like the smallest areas um so it's just it's been really beautiful just getting to reach out to the people who normally don't aren't connected to the diocese um so that's been really beautiful for me um yeah that's awesome yeah that's really cool to be able to like tap into their like lifelong missionary discipleship vision of Bishop DeGrood uh, in a unique and different way, right? Amen. We're not doing the, like, which we are, parishes still have the DREs, they still have the youth ministers, which are good, but we're in this apostolic age, right? We're shifting, we're needing to make adjustments to really evangelize and, like you said, Joe, push back against that culture, like engage it. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways that you guys have, and we'll probably have to wrap this up at the other side of the break, but what are some ways that you have kind of seen pushback against the culture uh, and how you guys have engaged our faith and engaged the culture in this kind of battle? Yeah, I think like in a lot of the high schoolers we meet, like you can sense that there's just like something there. Like there's an anger, there's a pushback. Mm. Um, because like to an extent, we're all sick of the culture. Like the culture is just insanely toxic to everyone. Most everyone doesn't realize exactly how toxic it is. That includes myself. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a fire there for sure. There's a fire that something needs to be different. Something needs to change. That kind of thing. Um, and so it's just like harnessing that and like getting the kids to see like, yeah, Jesus is the way that we can like make the culture whole again. This is how we restore like unity. That kind of thing. 
um, it's like harnessing that and realizing that that kids like have this kind of fire has been like a major help to our like um, it's been a major help to our uh, mission so far. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like seeing that. And Bella, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I just think like I think just for me, it's been really fruitful just to see and like just like this discovery of people who have hit rock bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to show them Jesus. Like we have the truth, we have the answer. Like here's Jesus, but like then there's this like other side of like high schoolers who are just like sitting in this complacency of like I'm fine where I'm at like I'm not sad I'm not happy but like I'm fine where I'm at it's just like showing them like the utter joy of, that comes with like following Jesus and like having Jesus in your heart mm-hmm. um I think is like the real challenge of just like entering into those people who have that complacency or sitting in this just like kind of like melancholy um mundane life yeah um so that's been really beautiful as well Absolutely. And that is so awesome that, like, the joy of the gospel is way more alive than how awesome you felt after you leveled up on some video game or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a matter of just experiencing <laughs> that joy. We're going to talk more about that joy and sharing it with the people we love um, right more on the other side of the break. Stay with us right here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. And uh, I remember when uh, they came around looking for donations at the churches when they were trying to get it started. And it really hit me when, I don't even remember who it was, came around, but it was just like, I think that I need this. Because I wanted to be be fed. Uh, I wasn't taking time to read my Bible or any of that, but I just knew it was like, well, if I could listen to stuff on the radio like he talked about. And so it, it was everything that it said and more, you yeah. know, in all reality. It so. doesn't take a lot of effort. To turn it on. It does not take a lot of effort. You know, sometimes, really, it, I'm going to back up on that and say it, it, it almost does. Because if you want to be drawn in and contemplate what is all being said on the radio, there's a lot of stuff that gets kind of deep. It's like, well, it makes you contemplate. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, okay, am I, am I ready to, to take this food in and digest it and all that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the spiritual food. So, yeah, it's it's been, it's been really good for me from from my faith walk you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network 
Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. We're proclaiming the gospel, and today we're joined with members of the NET ministry team that's here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. They've been commissioned by Bishop Donald DeGroote to proclaim the gospel to all the members of our diocese. And you guys have traveled uh, throughout different parts of the diocese. Back in the fall, in September, you kicked off the mission through the area in the southern part of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Of course, we in our Midwest, our, our Midwestern diocese are large geographic areas. And so there's an opportunity for you to be in a hub city and then where you, you kind of hit the ground and you, you visit a lot of different parishes. So uh, on an average week, uh, you talked about like getting to these rural areas, you know, these towns of like, you know, 900 people, sometimes 500, 300 people that are in parishes and people uh, maybe connected to the land through farming and agriculture. You know, a beautiful thing about that is that there's a great scriptural precedent for that. You know, that like, uh, you know, like, woe to you, Corazon, woe to you, Poseidon, woe to you, like, Nazareth. You know, these are small places. Capernaum, the place uh, where, where Peter lived, you know, these were small places where Jesus proclaimed the gospel, you know. So there's, there's a great imagery, you know, and, like, the people there are very much connected to the landscape, connected to fishing. And here you are, have heard the call from Jesus to go to these small places, but with great zeal, share the gospel. Um, so... What's it like for you when you roll into a new town and you're going to encounter the young people there? Do you, do you, have you been surprised that people in a rural area are as connected to the culture at large? Um, you know, with Internet and technology, you know, even we're not really isolated. What do you think about that, Joe? Yeah, I think what we found is like the, the small towns, like the 300, 200, that kind of thing. Um, they're like the most open to like receiving us. Maybe it's just the fact that we're new people and they haven't seen new people in 10 years, <laughs> but like they're like insanely open to like seeing us and like our message and that kind of thing. Um, and even if we don't find necessarily like, a faith there, we find an openness there, like almost always without fail, like, um, an openness to just receiving what we have to say. Um, cause they can see the light that we have and they want that for themselves. And you guys come rolling in with a team of eight people, you know, so it is true. Like when you see eight new people just show up in your parish all at once, you know, like it, it's a startling thing. How about you, Bella? What's your experience? Yeah. I mean, okay. I have a specific example of just, um, white South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Shout out to white South Dakota. We love white South Dakota. So white South Dakota <laughs> is a town near Brookings. It yeah. has nothing to do with like ethnicity or anything like that. <laughs> oh. oh gosh. No. Oh no, my no, God. No. Oh my God. <laughs> nothing at all. Not yes. at all. Yeah, exactly. Not at all. That's right. That's the right. town of white. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> that town, um, everyone, all of the, um, like there's no DRE, there was no like no pay, no one was paid there. Like it was all volunteer, like like moms, like volunteers coming in, and they have this youth group of like fifteen, twenty kids, and they just like have so much love for the Lord, like are just desiring so much, um, and just like newness, like people to like breathe life into them, and it was just so beautiful, and like um, I don't know, just like humbling to to get to do that, um, mm. to allow the Lord to work through us. Um, and now there's small groups there and we were there for one night and it was, just, it's just really, it's really cool. Um, that in three hours, how much the Lord can do in a small town and in anywhere and how, how much he can do. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Just that, uh, you know, desire to share 
the gospel, to make new friendships. You guys have also been using new technology. So not only do you kind of check into a new town, but you also do some follow-ups. Have you been doing some, like, um, you know, uh, Zoom calls and things to, like, check in with these people? You know, what's that like? That's kind of a new aspect of the ministry that we really haven't done before. What's that like for you? That's actually my favorite part of our ministry is we are able to, like, kind of pick up more um, just, like, discipleship as we go to each town. So I, it's crazy. Like, I'm discipling women um, all over the Diocese of Sioux Falls right now. So I have some in Del Rapids. I have a small group from White. Um, I have, like, just, like, anywhere. And it's really cool just to, like, be like, hey, I'm only going to be here for two hours. I'm probably never going to see you again in person. Do you want to Zoom? <laughs> and then, like, flourishes out of that, like, this beautiful discipleship of them just, like, longing for something that, that they don't necessarily have in their town of 200. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, said, I found the same thing. I'm also discipling a few kids kind of just from all around the diocese. Um, and then me and my teammate, Nicole, we're also doing a book study over Zoom, which, like, when I first heard I was going to do that, I was not super excited about yeah. it. Because, <laughs> like, th- I didn't think there's any way that could possibly go well. But that's been, like, one of the most life-giving things I've done this year is that book study. Because we found, like, the kids that we do it with are insanely cool, awesome, are hype about reading the book, hype about loving Jesus, that kind of thing. What book are you guys reading? Right now we're reading – oh, that's a quiz. I actually forgot the name of it. Oh, no, A Biblical Walk Through the Mass. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. That's what we're reading right now, Dr. Dr. Ted Brand- Shree. Uh, uh, Dr. Shree. Dr. Shree, okay. yep. And we just finished Why We're Catholic by – I don't remember who. Trent but, Horn. That, Trent yep. Horn. Trent Horn, thank yeah. you. That was a great book, too. So, Yeah. That's awesome. Like, uh, you know, Chris, you work with young people and uh, being a religious in- instructor at a Catholic school. You know, you, h- how do you think the impact is for students, you know, that you have when net missionaries like Bella and Joe come into a, into a parish or into a Catholic school and live that joy? Yeah. So one thing I've, that uh, I always like to, like, preach and try to live is, like, the, the message of don't be weird, Right. Uh, a lot of kids, especially you know, uh, young Catholic kids, kids my age, are like, "Well, that's for old people, or for that's that's for weird people." And I'm like, "No, it's not." So like, when missionaries come in, uh, who are not weird people, who are normal citizens, normal human <laughs> beings, who have like this great joy, this great desire, they're well balanced people. It's like, hey, it's a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. because you know, like, let's be real, there are there are people out there that are. They're not good at evangelizing. They're not good at bringing people to Christ because, A, that's not their gift, and, B, sometimes they can act a little different, right? Mm-hmm. It's not an attractive thing. But when people come in that have this, this love of Jesus, they like like superheroes, and they like music, and they like sports, and they like X, Y, like chicken wings and pizza, whatever the heck like that these kids like, it, it makes a profound impact. And it can lead to that deeper discipleship. So, like, to have a net team, I've had, I've had you guys come in for two retreats. One girl retreat, right? Uh, sophomore girls, and then <laughs> one uh, seventh grade retreat. And, like, the kids loved it because you guys are normal people. Like, you guys are people just like you and them, you and I, uh, that are human beings all walking together. We so. st- yeah, we strive to be, like, the best kind of weird. Like, yeah. We, yeah. like, we are normal people, but also we do weird, crazy, radical things. And we want to, like, show kids that, like, yeah, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be exactly. weird in this yeah. way. Yeah. I think that's the, the, the greatest thing, Joe, is that best kind of weird, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, and uh, it is because to, to stand up for your faith um, is going to be different in the face yes. of the culture. You know, like, the best kind of weird is to be someone who says – Jesus Christ has totally transformed my life. And, 
you're not many people like that doesn't happen to everybody. You know, what happened to St. Paul didn't happen to everybody. It happened to St. Paul. What happened to Mary Magdalene, it happened to Mary. It didn't happen to everybody else. And so what happened to you guys doesn't happen to everybody else. And the lives that your ministry touches doesn't happen to everybody either, you know. Mm-hmm. So we pray for spiritual multiplication, you know, that like we can like make disciples and they would make other disciples as well. Um, thank you guys for being here. Uh, you know, we want to take a, just to get, get a preview of next show. Um, but, uh, you know, any last words that you guys have, you know, as you're out in the mission fields, you know, we're going to pray for you guys. But, uh, and all our listeners are praying for you as well. But any last words that you want to say to us as we live all as disciples? Keep being weird. Like, live your faith. Don't be afraid of it. Awesome. Rock and roll. Bella. Um, yeah, just, again, like, not about the fruitfulness, about the faithfulness. So just no matter, like, where you're at in your faith, just keep loving the Lord and, and keep going no matter what you feel. Um, just keep loving him because he's loving you. Amen to that. And with that, we're going to go to our technical director for the next show's preview. Um, Therese, what's going on on Real Presence Live tomorrow? Yeah, thanks, Father. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Father Greg Luger and Lori Leffert are your hosts, coming to you live from St. Joseph's Church in Williston. Guess whose feast day it is? Monsignor Gregory Slesherman from the Diocese of Fargo will share more about this. Then Father Paul Timmerman from the Diocese of New Ulm will explain relational prayer. And listen in to find out which priest will win donuts this week. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you, Father. Thanks, Therese. And again, you can always uh, nominate your favorite priest if they want to receive some donuts. And uh, they can receive that gift of grace. And uh, what a gift that is. Not trying to hint anyone to get me nominated, but I like donuts. (laughs) But I gave them up for Lent, so... That being said, thank you for all those who have been with us. Let's close this morning with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for the blessings that you bestow on us this day. We ask that you would be with all our listeners and strengthen them as they live as disciples and fill their lives with your grace and holiness. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. God bless you all and have a great day. Bye-bye. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.